Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you. It's Monday. I know this is strange, but the Steelers play on Thursday night football on Thanksgiving night, which means that Mike Tomlin, his usual Tuesday press conference gets bumped up a day. That means Monday noon, Tomlin spoke to the media. Tuesday they'll practice, Wednesday they'll practice, and then Thursday is game day. So Monday is actually a working day. You'll probably also hear me today give an injury report. So that means if you're paying attention, you had Jeff with the post game. Have you heard that this morning, or maybe you listened to it yesterday on Sunday. You had Jeff at Let's Ride at 12. You have Jeff right now with the Mike Tomlin recap. And then you're probably going to have Jeff again uh, with the injury report or podcast a little bit later. That's too much. I think even my wife would say that's too much, Jeff. But here we go. Mike Tomlin talking about the game that was. He recapped the win over the Jaguars. He said he liked the Steelers' efforts. Speaking about the offense, he said there was definitely an upswing in the run game. Uh, he, he liked the way they're trending. He said it's not a finished product. They need to continue to improve. He said that he loved the fact that they won the time of possession battle, and he really attributed that to some short yardage uh, success with the run game, especially he mentioned Benny Snell Jr. On special teams, he gave a ton of props to Marcus Allen. And Marcus Allen, you're probably wondering, what does he have to do with anything? He was the one that recovered the onside kick after the Jaguars went down and they kicked a field goal on their first drive. They were trying to get the ball right back, but Marcus Allen with the heads-up play was able to recover that. He was asked later in the press conference about that play and whether that's something the Steelers practice or whether that's you know basically something that they always do. He said, look, we go over everything as much as possible with special teams and, and even on offense and defense, preparing them for what could happen and not being reactionary. He said, but we've been on our P's and Q's because the last few weeks he thought, talked about Dallas. They did that throwback punt return that got the gash, the Steelers, the Bengals, they did a fake punt that gashed the Steelers. So teams that might want to try to trick the Steelers on special teams now might not be the best time based on the fact that they've had it happen to them. Teams are trying it. They're going to be on their P's and Q's when it comes to special teams on defense. He said they made it tough on the young quarterback. He's talking about Jake Luton. They had four interceptions. He's pleased with that performance. You hold a team to three points in the national football league. It's hard to be upset. Then he went to injuries. So he actually, this is the actual order of events and occasionally, but he always talks about injuries first. He didn't today. Uh, Maybe it's because it's Monday. I don't know. He did say Zach Gentry, just like he said yesterday after the game suffered a significant knee injury. He said that he doesn't have any long-term prognosis right now. They're waiting for scans to come back. All he knows is that he will not be playing this week. I would doubt that. I would be shocked if he doesn't go to injured reserve. We'll see. He did mention some in-game injuries. uh, Big-name players, Joe Hayden, cornerback, and wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. He said that both players, even if they didn't, were able to go back in the game if needed to be, but obviously they didn't have to go back in. Therefore, he said this week, though, they're going to let their availability be their guide. Look, this is the one time, and I'll talk about this, I'm sure, on my uh Injury Report podcast. This is the one week a year that a player could potentially miss practice all week and still play. Uh, look at a guy like Joe Hayden, who's a veteran. Look at a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster, who even though he's only 24, he's the most veteran wide receiver they have on the team. This is a situation where even if they don't practice this week, they only have two practices that they could probably go and play and they would be okay. So this is probably the one exception to that rule, but he said, they're going to see how they are this week in terms of their availability. He said that uh, Trey Edmonds, Jalen Samuels, 
Trey Edmonds missed last week with a hamstring. Jalen Samuels with a quadricep injury. They both could return, but again, they're going to have to work them back in practice, see how they respond before they can actually deem them to be ready. Now, later in the later in the press conference, he did not mention this with those injuries. He was asked about Vance McDonald. Now, Vance McDonald ha- has been away from the team because of the COVID nineteen. He was a positive case. Um, he was been on the uh, reserve list. He said that he is scheduled to work this week. He has been cleared to return. But they are going to wait and see how he responds to that work before they decide whether they're going to, you know, put him back in the lineup right away. Okay, so because of that, this could be, I hate to say it because Gentry gets hurt. You hate to see anyone get hurt, but it could be good timing for the Steelers with Vance McDonald coming back and Gentry going out. Um, They have some options on the practice squad with Raider and a couple others that they could promote someone if they had to. But still, he's scheduled to work, so that's good news for Vance McDonald as he comes back off the COVID-19 list. He talked then about the Baltimore Ravens. They just played him a few weeks ago, but he did say that there have been some changes in this Ravens team since the last time they played mainly on offense. He called it the evolution of Dobbins, JK Dobbins, the running back rookie from Ohio state. Uh, He was obviously, he said he's their featured running back. Now, you know, Mark Ingram missed time with an ankle injury. He missed the last game against the Steelers. And really he said that Dobbins, is their featured runner because he thinks he has he has a more of a perimeter game. He had a big game against Pittsburgh the last time they played. He is the guy for the Baltimore Ravens in the running game. But he said, you know, some things haven't changed. Obviously, Lamar Jackson is a triple threat as a runner, a playmaker, and a passer. Mark Andrews on third downs in the red zone. And he also mentioned Des Bryant. Des Bryant was signed to the Ravens practice squad right before the game against the Steelers a few weeks ago. And uh, he said he's getting... He's getting more and more looks. He expects his role to expand even more as the season progresses. So I think he had four catches, three or four catches against Tennessee. Look for him to get more involved in the game on week 12 against Pittsburgh on Thanksgiving night. Next, he went to the defensive side. He said, look, they're playing a lot of men up front. They've had a lot of injuries. Calais Campbell's out. Williams missed the last game. He mentioned how Derek Wolf didn't play or was banged up the last time they played the Steelers. He seems to be healthy now. He said, look, this happens across the league. You have injuries. You got to make do but they have quality depth. He said they're a formidable defense. He kept, then he went straightly to straight to the Steelers offense against that defense. He said, the Steelers cannot have slow starts. Talked about the last time they met. It was the defense that kept him in the game. Talking about Robert Spillane's pick six, Bud Dupree strip sack in the red zone. He said, you look at those situations. We can't, we, the Steelers, this is Tomlin speaking. We can't rely and assume that we're going to get those turnovers. We have to play better. But he did mention also that it's an honor to be playing on Thanksgiving night. He doesn't take prime time for granted. He knows his players don't take prime time for granted, even though it's a holiday. He said that they are, they're honored to play. They're honored to play for their fan base who hopefully everyone will get to see them play. So he was, he was pretty pleased with that. Then we got into the question and answer portion of the press conference. And he was asked about, Short weeks. What do, what do you do on these short weeks? And he said, it really depends on the team. He's been doing this long enough and since 2007 that he said it's, it's different for every team. Some teams, they don't have to, you know, focus as much on the details because, you know, it, it, it changes basically is what he's saying. It fluctuates. And so he said it's different for every team, but he feels that this team will be able to handle it just fine. He was asked about Ben Roethlisberger's value to this team. And he said, he's still writing that script. He is in, Ben Roethlisberger still writing that script. He was really 
really pleased, though, he said, with the patience that Roethlisberger has with the young wide receivers. Again, Juju Smith-Schuster celebrated a birthday Sunday, and he turned 24. <laughs> 24. And he's the most veteran of all of them, but he's he's one of the youngest guys. So there's a young group. He really lauded Ben Roethlisberger's patience with them. He said they're working well together. They're very selfless, and it's it's paying off. But he said Ben Roethlisberger's value is is well known, but it's still being written. He asked about what they have to do with with Lamar Jackson. He says, look, we just have to have athletes rallying to the ball, being disciplined. That's what you have to do to to be and beat, I should say, to beat Lamar Jackson whenever you step on the field with him. He was asked further about the young wide receivers. And what did he think about this group that, you know, really between Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, and Chase Claypool, there's only maybe 30-some yards difference between the three of them. It's pretty remarkable. And Mike Tomlin said they're developing every week. They have challenges that still lie ahead. He really likes this group. He likes how they're not a selfish group. They really don't care who wins on that particular week. And and when we're talking about wins, we're talking about the Steelers that are playing well, that might be getting the touchdowns, whatever. He's happy with this young wide receiving core. Uh, Talked about the run defense. Was asked, does he think that's trending in the right direction? He said, look, you have to tool and retool. We can't underscore the significance of Tyson Aluwalu coming back to the lineup. This is something that I've said, something that Dave Schofield has said. Every podcaster on our platform has said, you really noticed when Tyson Alawala was missing, he's a huge piece of the puzzle for the defense. And so having him back helps big time. Let's not forget though, Tyson Alawala, when did he get hurt? Early in the first quarter against Baltimore, the last time they played at MT Bank Stadium. You have to wonder, because they got gassed for over 260 yards that game, what would it have looked like if Tyson Alawala actually was able to play for four quarters? We'll see on Thursday night. Um, basically he was asked also about the safeties, the fact that Terrell Edmonds and Minka Fitzpatrick both had two, two interceptions. Um, and it it was really impressive when you look at it that way, four interceptions, uh, basically from two guys. So he said they're very detailed in their work. He's happy for both of them, but really he mentioned Terrell Edmonds. He said, this is a guy that has played a lot. He does a lot of dirty work down in the box. And when he draws, Coverage assignments, sometimes it's it's not easy. You think about some of the tight ends he's having to cover, if he's uh, responsible for a running back out of the backfield. Not easy task for Terrell Edmonds. He was really, really happy for the first-round pick out of Virginia Tech to get some recognition for the big play. And I mentioned it in my Let's Ride podcast, I'll say it again here, that if those two can be both, can both be playmakers in some way, shape, or form, just think how great this defense would be. It's already great. It would be even greater if those two guys become not ball hawks, but just playmakers, period. All right, folks. So that was it. Mike Tomlin's press conference was not a long one, as you can imagine. They just spoke to him yesterday after the game. Now we get into the nitty gritty. So you'll see a it's going to be a pseudo injury report where they're not going to practice today, but it's a it's an if they practice, here's what it would have looked like. I'll explain all that on my Steelers Injury Report podcast a little bit later today, so make sure you check that out. Also, make sure you check out my Let's Ride podcast. It ran at 12 o'clock on Monday. Uh, I thought this was a really good one. Talked about the magic of this Steelers 2020 season. Can be good and can be bad. Make sure you check that out. And make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. Follow us so that you don't miss a thing. And lastly, don't forget, we are a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Folks, in the meantime, 
I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of said website. As I always finish these out, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. We'll see you.